What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the Cadence Bank Houston Open. We're doing some banking in Houston this week. You know what I mean? Banking. DB, Pat Perry, Tour Junkies together for the DraftKings and betting preview show. Primarily DraftKings. Already did a little betting content today. Pat, good to see you. We got this one, and we got the RSM next week, and then we got a break, and we need a break. We need a break. Our computers need a break. Like yeah. everything needs a break. Our technology sucks right now. Mm-hmm. We got, we got, uh, you know, sound issues and all kind of stuff. We can't figure out stuff just breaking, just to break on its own. Just to, just to break. Our heads, heads are falling off. It's, it's, um, it's time, t- time to wind down the season. Yeah. But you know what, DB, I am drinking Tito's tonight. You know what? Me too, brother. Virtual yes. Cheers. Woo. Cheers. Cheers. Podcast juice is flowing with Tito's, and mm. I haven't done Tito's in a while. Look at us. Little well, you know, I did the show with some. Um, you can't teach that. You can't no, teach that. You can't. You can't. Um, you know, I did the show with Radhouse so, a few weeks mm-hmm. ago because we kind of flip-flopped a little bit of off weeks. There's a lot yeah. of substitute teaching going on. A lot of substitutes rolling in, people half-assing it, you know. Yeah. I mean, in um, – and you said, I think you said, like, I, I went Tito's that night, and you were like, man, I wish I could get Tito's, Pat. So I'm giving you t- Planet Tito's. Speaking <laughs> of substitutes, you know when you had a substitute teacher, and they actually wanted to teach, and you're just like, what the hell is going on yeah. here? Like, like when you have a substitute teacher, they're supposed to just, yeah, I mean, just substitute. Nail it in. Roll like, the just, TV. Bring yeah. the TV in on the roller. Turn on the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But then you got that one that wanted to try and act like they were a teacher. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. You ain't a real teacher. Get out of here, you trifling trick. Nita's in the chat. DFS Trash Talk, Nita. I'm on that Gray Goose podcast. Juice, good to see you. Thanks for joining in the live chat. Um, all right, Pat, let's, uh, let's get into this. We got the Houston mm-hmm. Open where Memorial Park is always represented to you by our friends at Fantasy National Golf Club, the place, the one-stop shop for all your all your needs, you know, that are that are DFS golf betting related. Those needs, you know, let's not get weird. They don't they don't really do other they don't really take care of other needs, but any needs like that, they got you. Okay. And if you go to fantasynational.com slash TJ, you can save 20% off. Tell them the tour junkie sent you. We've been using those guys for four or five years. All your t- course history, stats, lineup optimizers, builders, you know ownership projections, mm-hmm. models, all that stuff, fantasynational.com slash TJ. Get it. <coughs> I'm still dealing with a little bit of cough. Oh, God. <clears throat> but it's going to be good. We're going to have a good show. We're going to talk some DraftKings. Going to talk some, uh, maybe a few betting picks. I'd love to hear what you have to say, Pat. I did my uh, my first look show this morning mm-hmm. and had some betting thoughts. Already seen a lot of those numbers shortened, too, by the way. I'm not saying I move lines, but, but I might move lines. Um, but i didn't cool. watch the show so sorry no thank you it's okay you got you got work to do i understand um all right let's let's kind of get into it memorial park this is the third year that we've seen this course in recent history on the pga tour it, it's, mm-hmm. it's on a, a, a redesign tom doak and apparently brooks kepka whoever that is redesigned this place back in 2019 uh, my buddy mark hubbard who i just interviewed basically said oh yeah they just lengthened every hole by 50 yards and took out trees so that was his synopsis of the renovations um it it is it it appears long on the scorecard i will say this though pat i found this in my research today both the last two years and including this year so now three years in a row (coughs) the scorecard fish official scorecards is 7400 7400 yards not dollars 7400 yards the last two years it's played about 7100 that's how they've set it up so just because it says 74 doesn't mean it's going to get there. That's tipped out all the way. Um, so it might not it's get It's weird, there. though, because there are some short holes. Yeah. But there's some really long par fives yeah. on this course. And, like, and long par fours. There are five I mean, par, par four. Par, I meant to say par four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so it kind of still, like, if you hear 7,100 yards, you're kind of thinking, oh, this is a <laughs> short course, you know, but yeah. There's some long damn holes for people out here. 
And I think it's going to play firm and fast. Looking at the weather, there's not a lot of rain going on. Uh, it's Texas. You, it does look like it's going. you're going to get your standard Texas winds on the first couple of days, maybe a little extra wind on the uh, on the weekend, which I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, and, you know, that's uh, that's that's good. It's, that, that means I think off the tee it's kind of open to anybody. You got to be able to hit your mid irons and long irons well here. And, you know, scoring the last couple of years, Jason Kokrak won at 13 under, um, or no, no, Kokrak was at 10 under. Carlos Ortiz was at 13 under. RIP to both those guys. They're on, they're at the live tour, so they're not here this, this week. They can't defend. Um, so it's a little tougher. It's a tough track, man. Tough track. Tough yeah, it's track. been in the so, top 10 toughest courses, uh, the last two years on tour out of 50. Yeah. Do we look um, for the next live guy? Is that who we need to bet? Maybe we do. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Too bad, you know, Xander or Cantlay aren't in, aren't, yeah. uh, aren't in the field. We could, we could get them. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. We'll, maybe we'll figure out that how that goes. Um, not a lot of bunkers on this course either, Pat. Like 20 bunkers on the whole golf course. That's it. That's it. So it's a lot of like tightly mown uh, runoffs and collection areas around the green, similar to like a Southern Hills. So you got to be able to – I'm going to reference this tonight. I ran a little uh, rolling report, which I love on Fantasy National for certain stats. I ran a rolling report on strokes gain around the green on Bermuda golf courses. <laughs> I mean, we, we both know we play on Bermuda all the time. Like chipping on B- Bermuda is not easy for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You're, you're comfortable on it or you're kind of not. Uh, a lot of guys that even I've, we've even interviewed guys that said this recently. Sometimes chipping on Bermuda is the thing you should look at and not necessarily putting on Bermuda. Uh, the chipping could be more uncomfortable for folks who didn't maybe grow up on it or aren't used to it or don't have a lot of experience on it. So I did reference that a little bit, um, but I think primarily this is an iron contest, getting around the greens, up and down when you miss, and uh, rolling the rock on the Bermuda on the, on the Bermuda surfaces, and uh, maybe a little bogey avoidance, a little stat we don't normally get in the fall swing. A little dab. Ooh, I like you sneaking, little, little sneaking that in there. Yeah, a little bogey avoidance. Uh-huh. Little dash, little dash of bogey of bogey avoidance. Um, mm. all right, let's uh, let's talk picks, buddy. Let's talk it. Let's talk 9k. Are we 9K we're already there? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Wait, let's go to picks, man. 9k and above. You got Scotty Scheffler leading off, you know, second week in a row. <laughs> second week in a row, we kind of got that, you know, upper 11 price tag on a guy, so not quite as soft as we've been seeing it. Uh, early in the fall swing. Sam Burns, Tony Finau, Hideki, Russell Henley. I, I guess we should talk about Russell Henley. Like, I, I completely, completely whiffed on Russell Henley. And I never saw that coming either. And I, I was on the show last week, but I, I never saw that. I just wouldn't have thought he'd win. Like, I've played plenty of Russell Henley this, this past year. I, I drafted him in the Pat Mayo freaking draft thing that I sucked at. I got, I played Russell Henley all the time. I just didn't think he was going to win, and he won handily. Now I did have Joel Damon and Seamus Power, who finished third. They were both on the betting card. Um, talked up Seamus a lot on the Wednesday night live chat because he was projected around five percent. I thought that was crazy. He was like low nines. That was silly. Uh, I I think Russell's going to be pretty low owned here. I'm not. I don't think I want to play him at ten thousand. But uh, Russell Henley doing his doing the dang thing. Another another bulldog getting it done. Bulldogs just continue to roll, people. They continue to roll. You better recognize that. And uh, yeah, so that's the 10K range. Um, <clears throat> what do we think here, P? I, I think the chalk, I think people are going to go ahead and pay up for Scheffler. I was tinkering around a little bit today. Like you can, you can put Scheffler and a, and a 9K guy in your lineup. You can put Scheffler, Hideki, and an 8K guy in your lineup. You can still get it there. I, there are not many names in the 6K range I like. So. It's going to be tough. Um, I definitely think a balanced lineup is going to be your contrarian play, but I do think Scheffler's going to get plenty of love. Obviously played really well last week. He's got a good record here. You know, he's your, he's your Texas guy. Um, Texas Connections, right? Played, uh, finished runner-up here last year, 22nd the year before. So he's going to be popular. We know that. Um, I, think, I think Aaron Wise is going to continue to get some love. 9,900. Why wouldn't you like Aaron Wise here? I, I get it. And I think Tyler, uh, Taylor Montgomery is going to get a little bit of love. I'm not sure what to do with Sam Burns. I, I feel like he could get some attention, but I'm not sure. Who else? Anybody else in here you think I'm missing in terms of like 
where you think the ownership is going to go, where people you know are going to start their lineups. Well, for the ownership, yeah, I do agree that people are still going to go up to Scheffler at eleven five. I mean, just he's yeah, he's just going to. I mean, it d- doesn't matter what his price is in this field. Um, I think uh, I think you're going to see some Aaron Wise at ninety nine hundred. Um, yeah, I, I think you're going to see some people go to go go to him. Um, I don't see a lot of people though playing Hideki. Mm-mm. I think that's going to be interesting. I don't I don't see a lot of ownership there. Um, I feel like it's Montgomery, Wise, and Scheffler. Yeah, that's okay. that's kind of what I'm thinking. And I, I mean, I like all three. I, I think Tyler Mag- Taylor Montgomery. I want to keep saying Tyler. I think Taylor. God, I almost said it again. I think Taylor Montgomery is actually a pretty solid. Is cat. Tyler Montgomery is that like a? Is he a? Is he a country singer? Uh, he's got to be. If he's somewhere, sing, somewhere there is a Tyler Montgomery who is a country singer at some level. Yes, some level. Um, yeah, but I don't. I don't. Doesn't ring a bell. Um, I actually think Taylor Montgomery is a cash play a little bit. As good as that fool has been playing, um, this lets him hit driver a little bit more. I, I think you could roll with it. So I, I do think you know that's that's there. You mentioned Hideki, man. He's he's one I've I'm liking. I've got my eyeballs on Hideki. He finished runner up here in his only attempt in 2021 to Carlos Ortiz. <laughs> and I mean, you know, he hasn't he hasn't set the world on fire this fall, but he's Hideki. Like he doesn't have to, but he checks all the boxes. The iron play, the appro- the, the around the green play. Um so I, I think if if we have a low own Hideki come you know, come Wednesday night, I will for sure be locking that in. And early fantasy national projections would have him as the lowest player in the 10K range, even to Russell Henley, which is strange. Wow. Yeah, that's, um, man, that's, that's pretty. I like that. And you mentioned, I, I guess, did you mention he was second here? Yeah. Yeah. In 2021. The yeah. So, that's pretty wild. um, I, there's another guy in here that I like. That I usually never like, Pat. I think I know who it is because I like him too. Should we say it on one, two, three? Say it at the same time. Okay, sure. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Jason Day. Jason Day. Yes. Jason Day. <laughs> I, know, I mean, look, dude. he's playing well. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, I'm finally in. I'm finally in, which means he is going to kick me in the butthole. I'm. I'm confident maybe he's the live one Ooh. maybe he's the guy that's going to go to live that we need to bet because the trend here is that they're the live the next live golfers I wonder what kind of offer live has made to jason day like what would you offer jason day like if you were the live guys what would you offer what kind of money would I, you I feel like he's kind of boring like he's, boring he's enough where you, a little bit <clears throat> like boring enough where even the live people are like, eh. Yeah. I don't know what he does for us. <laughs> like, I mean, he needs another win. Yeah. <clears throat> he needs to win here. But I mean, the Aussies. <clears throat> God dang. I'm sorry. I mean, this is. The, the Aussies have, uh, I mean, they have like Matt Jones, Wade Ormsby, Mark Leishman. They're yeah, all I get. Except Cam well, Smith. Then Cam Smith. <clears throat> Maybe, I don't know. Either way, I do like Jason Day this week. I, I, I mean, let's just look at how his recent results. It's, it's been solid. It's, it's good. I mean, TA. You're seeing the irons. You're seeing the irons finally. That's and what we're And you're seeing him play more. Last year, yeah. the thing he yeah. said was, I'm only, you know, he was kind of easing like back out of injuries and whatever else. And he was like, I'm only going to play certain events. You know, he kind of had an easy schedule. Now he's playing a lot more and I like it. And not only is he playing more, they're all top 25 finishes, and he's playing well. Yeah. Dude, from, from January of 2022 through June, in three events, he gained strokes with his irons. Three. From January through June. Six months. Since June, he's gained strokes with his irons in every event. Two, four, six, seven events, he's gained strokes with his irons. I don't know what's happening. Maybe 
<laughs> we try to find out. But that's really solid. I, I, I like Jason Day. How many, how many people do you think are going to play Jason Day? He's probably, people are noticing that the form is there. He's not going to go under the radar. I definitely think they're noticing the form. I don't think he's going under the radar, but I still, I bet he's, uh, you know, under 15%. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of over in this range. Like, I think now I'm just like, okay, I'm now I'm back. I'm back to being done. <clears throat> I think it's Grillo. You're done with him? Just for now. I'm just putting him, just, I'm just putting him up. Just put him on putting him up in the cupboard. He's in the cupboard just for a minute. I'll get it's him back like, out. I will. I'll no. get him back out, but I don't want him out right now. This will be like his seventh event in the fall. He's played basically everything. Mm-hmm. I didn't play Bermuda. I agree with this take, by the way. I was thinking the same thing about Grillo. Didn't play Bermuda. That's it. <clears throat> I just, yeah, I, I think I'm, I think I'm kind of good. At, I'm good. He's, he's still 9,100, you know, Grillo, which, yeah. You know, I don't don't, know. don't put him in the wrong cupboard though. Like, don't put him in the cupboard where like wrong you never cupboard? you never go in there. Like, there's some plates in there that you never use. Like, just put him put him where the other cups are that you use, so that you, you at least go, do. You have a go to plate. I do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, <laughs> I have a go to plate. <laughs> it's actually got a little chip on it, so I know that it's the go to oh. plate. Oh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's, it's the it's the go-to play i have go-to cups too i mean obviously look i mean you, well i mean i love have a go-to cup i love my master's cups i yeah. always like a, the sh- i don't yeah yeah i mean i have i, I guess i kind of do i have plates that i prefer mm. you know what my go-to my real go-to though is a bowl that's like a, it was it was taken from a hotel room like you know like a, um r- you know room service I like the bowl so much when they brought me room service. I stole. I took. I didn't steal it. I took it, and so it's my favorite bowl. You didn't steal it. You took it. That's the same thing. Yeah, I didn't steal it. I took it. That sounds like a four-year-old. <laughs> what kind of bowl? I don't even understand. I. I it's I like it's like a hotel bowl. I mean, like you don't. Find I only say hotels that you can't get room service. You can go downstairs and get like a. Uh, like well, a Nutri Green bar and a and a flaming hot Cheetos. It, it kind of has this like. It's hard to explain. It's like a a bowl you would find in a hotel, but you can't like just buy it anywhere. Maybe you got to bring a you got to bring it for show and tell. That's I'll bring it. Sh- it has a chip in it too. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about it too. It like won't break. Like I've I've dropped it all over the damn place and it will not break. Oh dear. Okay. Um. That's that's ridiculous. Any other plays in here? I think we kind of got this figured. I mean, I uh, oh, by the way, from the betting standpoint, I talked about this. I feel like Hideki at twenty two to one on DraftKings is a pretty good value. I like that. Um, Taylor Montgomery was twenty nine to one on FanDuel. I don't know if he's still there. According to Data Golf, he is still there. Yep. So he's twenty nine to one, and then Day is thirty three to one on MGM. You got anybody else up top? Well, I do like um I like Aaron Wise at eighteen to one. I like And I um, love Aaron Wise. You know I love Aaron Wise. It's so hard for me to bet him at like twenty to one or less. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Because I can't believe we so haven't even long. talked about Maverick McNeely though. Why why are we why would we not look at him? I mean he's twenty six to one, but I know. what about DFS? I mean, look how well he's playing. He, tenth at the Shriners, twelfth at Zozo. T18 at the CJ Cup. Top 10 last week. It's all the flat stick. His flat stick is hot right now. He is scoring because if he you play like, prize picks, I went like, I've been going against him on birdie or better matchups on prize picks, and he's killing me because he'll be up against like a a Scheffler or something, and you're like, oh, well, Scheffler's definitely having more birdies. And he he's kicking their ass with birdies, making a ton of birdies. Yeah, he's the, I, the the cup looks pretty large to uh, to Mav right now. I think he is rolling in everything. He's he's looking at Denny McCarthy and saying like, "I'm coming for you. I'm I'm going to be the best putter in the world." Yeah. He's he's really rolling it. I mean, I don't hate it. I don't I don't hate it. So I don't love it. But one, yeah. I okay. still like I like Joel Damon at forty five to one. I think I would play Joel as ca- as a cash play. 
I told, uh, I had him on the betting card and I told the people in the nut hut that we got good word on Joel last week, you know, which was good. We fin- and he finished third. A lot of people rostered him. That was good. Um, I- I'm always just kind of cautiously optimistic with Joel until we get further, further reports. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't see this as being a course that Joel's going to love, but at the same time, he has played the one time he's played here. I think, I think he's only played here once. I think he played it pretty well. Um, yeah, well, he's played this course once. He was T5 yeah, last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I could, I could, I could get down with it, I guess. I guess to me, like the only two names in here I just really don't want any part of would be Grillo, Henley. Um, what about Finau? Finau is an interesting one, isn't he? Like last week, last week I didn't, I didn't really love it. I don't think I, I don't, I didn't play any of them. I don't think I talked them up at all, um, because I kind of saw it as a, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like he played the Presidents Cup and then just Mayakoba and and his press conference last week, he talked about how he loves coming here with the family and the in the beach, and I was like, okay, are you just here to like? go to the beach and shake the rust off for the Houston open. I, I don't, I don't really know what, what the deal is. Um, but I, I think he's in play. I'm, I'm interested to see where his ownership falls. Cause I think, you know, his, it's not like his history here is incredible. T 24 first year, miscut the second year <coughs> coming off the miscut last week. He's, he's a fade for me. That was my fade that I wrote down. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, he checks the boxes though. Like, actually, he checks a lot of boxes. He's probably number one in most stat, a lot of stat models. I did a, I, I did a full model today. Like, I had a lot. I had plenty of time. I did a full on. I'm talking. I, I freaking, I freaking modeled today, Pat. Like, I modeled harder than I than I typically model today. Like, and it was, like, the Victoria's Secret, like, angel show. Oh, yeah, 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 You're yeah, walking yeah. around in an angel oh, outfit this, modeling. This, yeah, this bitch got wings on it. It's got wings, and you clean your headers in your VCR right before it shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, like, I put a lot of work into it, effort into it. It's got a lot of inputs, you know? And he's second in the model. He's second. I mean, he's still Tony totally Finau. Yeah. You know, like... I think he just wanted to vacate last week, but it's Houston, bro. You've been to Houston? No offense to anybody in Houston. Houston sucks. I mean, of all, I've, I've never been, been to Houston. I have no clue. I've been to of the major Texas cities, which I'm I'm counting as Houston, Dallas, San Antonio. Houston is definitely number four out of those three. I feel like Texas has all these. Now, look, I apologize to the Texas people because I've been there, but only in airports. But like, I feel like. It's always like you have Dallas, but then like Fort Worth, the better area. Or you got Houston, and then there's some other community that's, the, you know, I yeah. don't know Austin or something. Everybody loves Austin. Austin's supposed to be great. Austin's not near Houston. I, I know. I'm just throwing that out there. There's all these little side communities <laughs> in Texas. It's not the major cities. It's the side community. The suburbs, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All like right. Highland Park. Where's Highland Park? That's where Matthew Stafford's from. Is that near Houston know. or Dallas? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know either. Uh, but I do know that people in Houston, in all parts of Houston and Texas, confirmed love coffee. And if you love coffee mm. and you love golf, then Front Nine Coffee is for you. Okay. Our friends at Front Nine Coffee help support a small business started right here in Augusta, Georgia this year saddling up with the tour junkies to make golfers drink some better coffee in the morning. And boy, are they doing it. So go to front9coffee.com, front9coffee.com, use promo code TJ10, get 10% off your entire order. You can use that over and over again. It's not just a first order. Uh, my boy, Mike Fusco, just, just reached out to me in the Discord today. He said, DB, the wife and I just ordered our first uh, front nine. We got it. We had it today. It was delicious. Thank you. You know, what a great guy supporting the cause. Mm-hmm. If you want to support the tour junkies, that's one way you can do it is supporting a business like front nine has gotten behind us for a lot of this year. They got behind our golf tournament and they're just doing great things in the coffee business. Listen, they don't want you to drink the same, just boxy gassed up 
nasty grocery store coffee that you're used to drinking. So you can go online, you can order the coffee anywhere in the U.S. or Canada, they'll ship it to you. And when you order it, then they're going to roast it. And they're going to roast it to your, you know, your, just your flavor. They're going to either send you the, the whole bean or the, the grind coffee. And it's going to be delivered fresh to your front door within a couple of days. You know it's fresh, okay? Me and Pat have our own flavors you can check out. Uh, they're, they're available for purchase on front9coffee.com. <coughs> and um, they're just good people. So, so check them out. By the way, if you have a Keurig, you get the little Keurig uh, reusable filter. You order them on Amazon for like $9. I got one. I do that because, you know what? If you have a Keurig and you're buying those stupid pods, first of all, they're overpriced for what you get. Cut one of them bitches open at the top, and look how much coffee's in there. It's like that much coffee in there. You're getting ripped off, and you're not getting the strength of the coffee. Get the reusable filter, pour it all in there, fill it up to the line. You got some, you got to put some hair on your chest a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe actually wake your butt up. Or if you have one of Pat's spaceship coffee makers and you just don't worry about it. But, uh, but anyway, check it out, front9coffee.com, promo code TJ10. That's where it's at. All right, AK range. Here we go. AK range. This is, uh, this is an interesting spot. I mean, I definitely, th- I, I think the AK range is going to be one of those ranges this week where people talk some names. Guys are going to, you know, people with shows and cameras and microphones are going to talk up. Names the, the, on the microphones that work, the microphones that the, work, which ain't the, ours. The technology that works. <laughs> um, they're going to talk up some names in here, but when the rubber meets the road and you start building lineups, I just don't know. I think there's going to be one or two guys in here that hit. They're that are going to be chalky. I mean, I think Matt Naismith is going to be up there. Um, I think possibly Pendrith, but it, it's harder when you when you want to cram in. You know, Scheffler, Burns, Wise, Montgomery, you know, and then I just don't see a lot of people getting here. So I like this range. Obviously, I love Matt Naismith. I always love Matt Naismith. I don't know when I will not like Matt Naismith. He's, I've been riding the horse, and I'm going to ride him till he bucks me, even if he is chalk. He's going to be chalk I'm eating. He's not great, uh, you know, chipping on Bermuda, but he doesn't have to be when he hits me freaking greens and regulation. So. He checks a lot of boxes, looks good in the model. Um, you know, doesn't have a great record here. 46 last year, missed the cut the first year. But I think he's just a, such a better player now than he has been the last two years. Starting off his fall swing, missed the cut at the Fortinet, no big deal. That's a, after a month break. And then he comes back to the Sanderson, finishes ninth. Shriners, runner-up, Zozo, ninth. I mean, Matt, Matt Naismith is just due, and he's coming. So I, I'm in on Naismith. He's at 40-1. to one. On DraftKings, I believe, if you want to bet that. He's also plus 160 in the top 20 market. He's one of those first, like, shorter <clears throat> top 20 plus money numbers that I like uh, there. And then the next one for me is going to be Davis Riley. Pat. I, I, I like to see a little bit of, of what Riley <clears throat> showed on um, uh, last week for the Worldwide Technology Mayakoba Championship or whatever it was. But, um, you know, it's going to have plenty of distance. But when you look at the mid-iron, long-iron performance, the approach play for Riley, very solid. The around-the-green game has been decent enough. He's about tour average. Um, Just needs to hit maybe a couple more fairways would be nice. But Davis Riley, to me, is worth a look. He's going to score if he makes the weekend. Like, he's just a scorer. He's 50-1 to in the outright market. and that may be a name that also shows up on the betting card. Not sure yet, but I, I, I'm looking there at 50-1. to 1. That's about it for me in this range. Well, we have a lot of agreement here because uh, I like Naismith as well. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, for all the reasons that you said, definitely a fan of Davis Riley. I think he's, he's probably a cash play for me. Um, just, you know, if you look at just the form and everything else, um, you know, Riley – Definitely checks a lot of boxes. So at eighty four hundred, I'm a fan of him. Um, I like Taylor Pendrith. You know, he's he's kind of been like if you if you go to his his recent form. You know, he had that kind of hot sort of finish to the season, and then we haven't seen him since the Shriners at, at that with that T forty four. But he does check a lot of boxes, other than putting really on Bermuda and the scrambling stat, but. You know, long off the tee, strokes gain off the tee, fairways gain, checks the box there. 
it's rare that you see a guy as accurate as he is off the tee and as long as he is off the tee. So I like that about him this week um, and strokes gain approach. So Taylor Pendrith is one of my favorites in here as well. And, you know, I really don't have anybody at the bottom of the 8K range. None, none of those guys. You know, <laughs> I don't, other, I don't other than rallies more. where I stop pretty much. Yeah, I don't mind Taylor Moore. I could see me getting down a little bit on that. I don't love Pendrith. I think I'm, I think I, I might. 50 to 1, by the way, too. Yeah. You know who else I don't love? Like, Alex Noren just feels like a guy who does, like, when you look at him, like, he, he just does a couple of things really well, and then everything else extremely average to worse than average. He just feels like a very average tour player to me. I kind of wish Noren would go to live. I do, well, yeah, I, I don't want to mess with him anymore. So you're not going to mess with him at live at all. I did. I, you haven't watched my live video or podcast, and and maybe you had your heart softened some to live. No, I mean I, I'm sure. Like if if he goes to live, I, I would be sucked into playing him in a live contest or whatever I might do. But I, I just want to try to avoid him for a little bit. I want him out of my way. I don't want to look at his name. Oh well, I feel that. I mean, I can get down with that on a couple names. I get that. Um, listen, the 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 Nut Hut, the Nut Hut must be joined. If you are listening to us, listen. I don't understand this, guys. The Nut Hut's killing it. The chat was amazing last week. We had a great chat. We did our first ever uh, live listener. Uh, you know, uh, what's the word? Um, listener. What's the word, Pat? What am I looking for? Collaboration. Listener collaboration. Listener we do that all the time. No, we did it with a round robin. We all we, we made a round robin betting card with the listeners. It was so much fun. Um, we had a great time. And we hit a couple of legs of it. So we didn't it wasn't a total loss, but Grayson Sig really killed us. We had him as a top forty. He shot three over to finish forty second on Sunday. <laughs> Um, mm. who else killed us? Oh, the freaking Vikings. We had the Vikings minus three and they won by three. That push kind of hurt us in the, anyway, it was a great time. The chat, the Wednesday night live chat was a blast. Uh, we'll do that again this week. Every week you, you get that. The round robin play was fun. Um, and like I said, last week I, I had a couple of inside deals. I had one name that, that I said, you probably need to avoid. And I had one name that you should play based on some intel. <clears throat> the name that I said you should avoid is not a name that we've been avoiding. And you've and he's been playing well. And he missed his, and he missed the cut last week. Uh, and then the other guy was Joel Damon. He finished third. Um, listen, I don't understand if you listen to us and you're not in the nut hut, what you're doing, because it is $90 a year. And I assure you that there will be one week where you make that $90. Easy. Easy. E- easily. Easy. Whether it's a bet, yes, DraftKings, prize picks, whatever it is. Prize picks, we killed it again last week um, in the NFL and NBA world. Um, and then, yeah, it could be prize picks. It could be DFS stuff. It could be that one week where I give you that little nugget that I got or whatever. I'm just telling you, it's, it's a no-brainer. So go to tourjunkies.com slash nuthut. Check it out. Join the Discord server. If, it, if, it's, if Discord intimidates you, trust me, you will learn it quickly. If Pat can learn it, anybody can learn it. It's a lot of fun. The community in there is tremendous. I got people in the chat. Talk it up. Listen, if you're watching this and it's not live, it's, it's already, we've already finished, put in the comments why you love the Nut Hut. I'm telling you, you will not regret it. And I know golf is winding down this year, but the NFL is in full, you know, full force. We're doing that. We're covering that in there. We've got some sharp betters. DFS players, prize picks players covering NFL and NBA. It's just, it's just such a fun community. We got some good stuff going on. So get in there. It's easy. $10 a month or $90 a year. I promise you'll make your money back. Okay. 7K range. Talk to me, Pat. Who do we think the 7K range darlings are going to be? Who's going to, where, where, where the chalk going to be? I think that's how, I think that's how we say it now. Who we well, think? I think there's a few that you can, you can look at. I think Patrick Rogers. I mean, Patrick Rogers is is 
I mean, he is on fire lately. And you know I'm a, I'm a Patrick Rogers fan. I try to avoid him sometimes, but I mean, top 30s in his last four events. Not bad. Scoring, doing all the things you need him to do. He's at 7,800. I think there's going to be some ownership there. I think Will Gordon is going to have some ownership. Yeah. It's 7,700. Taco. Taco, playing well. I dubbed him Taco in the Nut Hut, by the way. You, you don't, hey, if you're in the Nut Hut, you know, you get to you get to hear about how we named him, you know, Will Gordon Taco. That's it. So, but yeah, him he's at seventy seven hundred. I think you're going to see some ownership there. Um, one other, I think, um, I think Dean Burmester is going to be talked up a, a good bit this week. If he's yep. not, if he's not talked up, then you play him for sure. Well, I'm going to play him anyway. I think because I, I love him this week. Yeah. Um, but I do think he is going to have some ownership. We'll see where that goes. Um, the guy I think that's a pivot, though, off of Burmester is right above him. Lee Hodges at 7,600. He's another guy that's been playing well. No. Lee Hodges, is, I was just about to say, I will add one more chalk play, and it's going to be Lee Hodges. You think he'll be chalky? Yep. I do. I mean, he's just been so consistent. It's not like he's a, it's not like he's a rookie. Like we, we've known, we, we know who Lee Hodges is. He's a known commodity. Um, but he's just been playing solid. He's he's making cuts. His ball striking has been tremendous. I I don't I don't think he's going under the radar at all. I, I wish he was, but I don't think he is. I think your under the radar picks in the Burmester, Hodges, Gordon, and Mackenzie Hughes. I think Mackenzie Hughes is going to be popular too. Might be Alex Smalley. Like and 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 Smalley's not going to be unowned. Like he's going to be owned. Yeah, he'll be but, owned. But he's not, but he's not going to be as popular as those other guys. I mean, Smalley checks a lot of boxes for me, and he's playing well too. I, the, the mid sevens is is hot, and that's why I say about some of the lineup construction stuff. Because like, if you try to cram in a couple of these guys up top, you you don't you can't get up here. You have to go into the seventy one, seventy two, seventy three range. Um, <clears throat> so. I think there's something to a more balanced build, you know, kind of being a contrarian play a little bit, maybe putting in a couple of these guys, going with some 8K guys, uh, low 7 or low 9K guys that are that are going to be unpopular. That could be a, an interesting build. But I think Hughes, Gordon, Hodges, Burmester are all going to be the chalk plays here in the 7K range. I think everybody else is kind of I – mean, there, there's going to be levels. but I think English is going to be a sneaky play in here. He's not going to check a, a box for you, or, except for putting. Up a little bit. I've been people talking about that. Yeah, I have been, but I don't, know, I don't think a lot of other people have been. <laughs> I think I liked him not last week, but the week before when he didn't do as well. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I talked about the CJ Cup a little bit. He finished 40th. Okay, well, let's talk about somebody else. Um, because... You know, obviously, you and I are on a few text groups uh, where we we re- talk about some picks, some gambling plays, mm-hmm. and this gentleman's name came across, and I just I don't know. I I need to figure out where your head's at with this because I almost sent um, Columbia County a policeman after you for a wellness check. <laughs> because you mentioned Mackenzie Hughes as somebody that you were wanting to bet yeah. or maybe play in DFS. I don't know. Uh, I mean, that's not something DB would say or talk about. I know, man. Listen, I've already bet him. I've already bet him. I talked him up this morning um, on, on the Monday morning show. He is currently still 65 to 1, I believe, is the best number you can get on him. He's plus 240 in the top 20 market. You know, I, I may have come around. It's a little bit like Jason Day. I mean, I, this is kind of my first couple times dipping my toes in here a little bit. And I, I'm I like a guy, I like a guy who's willing to say, hey, I suck at this thing right here. And I need to improve this, and I'm going to do something radical. 
Which, you know, you might say, well, DB, I thought you hated Bryson DeChambeau. I do, but that's because he's a douche. But well, what does he suck at? Golf? Or you mean like- sucks. He sucks at distance and iron play predominantly, which is why I've never liked him. Because he's extremely dependent on the short game. But after the win, all we've heard about is how Mackenzie Hughes has been, he's been in a gym. He's been, he been, he's been pumping iron. You know, he's been getting stronger. He's upped his, he's upped his ball speed, his, cl- his, his club head speed. And, you know, he's come out in the first few events. The irons are like looking, looking good. Very weird, very strange. I said this on the Monday morning show. This is crazy. This is crazy. Mackenzie Hughes has 161 logged tournaments in Fantasy National, Pat. Okay? 161. He's been on tour for a long time. Did He you also know? plays a shit ton. Yeah, he does. Did you know that when he won a couple weeks ago at the Sanderson Farms Classic, he gained 5.3 strokes on approach, and that is the fourth best approach performance of those 161 log tournaments. That is crazy because, I mean, I realize 5.3 strokes on approach is good, but do you know how many like worse players than Mackenzie Hughes have that have that, have that many log tournaments have had way more spiked approach weeks than that? There's a lot. There's, there's a handful. You'd be surprised who those names might be. And so I, I might be buying, I might be buying the, the new bod, you know, Orange Theory McKenzie Hughes. I might be buying it. I think I am buying it. I buy it this week. If it burns me, I might, I might set his ass on fire again. I feel like he would have opened up better than sixty-five to one, but maybe not. I don't know. What oh, was that? Uh, what we, when you did the early show, that's what he was. Yeah, on the early show, you could get him on Bet Rivers at eighty to one if you had access to Bet Rivers. But other than that, he was 65 to 1. I mean, he's not going to open up that much short. I mean, that much longer. He freaking won. Like, two I starts. I know. Ago. I know. But he's, he's still making. He is. And I don't feel great about it. But I, I do have conviction about it the, the opposite way of what I normally have conviction about, which is I can't stand him. He obviously is a really good scrambler. He's one of the best scramblers in golf. Checks the box there in terms of Bermuda. Obviously, he's a really good putter. Um, the model hates him, but the model is, doesn't account for orange theory, you know, and lifting and kettlebell swings and hitting the ball there's, long. There's no, no straight strokes gained orange theory. Fantasy National hadn't loaded that in there yet. And, and so, and, and, and what the distance is going to do is it's going to give him shorter irons in, <coughs> you know, and it's going to give, it's going to put shorter irons in his hand. I don't know. I kind of like I, it. I, I, I don't mind it. You know who I just I need to fade is Adam Long. Adam Long keeps getting me every week. I think. Uh, I think it's in the nut hut last week. Quit him. I think in the nut hut last week. Even though I talked him up a little bit, I think in the nut hut I said let's let's bounce, let's get off of. He was a little too chalky for me. Mm-hmm. He could be a little bit chalky this week. We'll see. I think he's finished eleventh here both years. He's a hundred to one. He does check a lot of boxes. Yeah. Like maybe with Adam Long, like you just th- toss the five bucks on him at a hundred or ten bucks on him at a hundred one and forget it. Like who or or he's top twenty plus three thirty. You just go with that. Yeah, throw a high high dollar amount on him at plus three thirty. You know, um, Burmester. Did we talk about? Oh, Burmester was the one whose odds we caught this morning. Like this is why the Monday morning show is 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 key. Burmester was 95 to 1 on FanDuel this morning. 95. The best number I think you can find him now is like 65, 70, maybe. He was long. And he's still, yeah. Is he still 95 to 1 on FanDuel? No, he's dropped to 55. Yeah. Yeah, his best number A bunch now. Of people hammered that. Is 66 on MGM. I mean, when I saw 95 to 1, I was like, everybody hit that right now. Now, that was not the reason his number dropped, but because <clears throat> not enough people watch that show, unfortunately. But Burmester's coming. Like, dude's a stud, hits it a mile. Love Burmester. I mean, he's one, you know, he's, he's one. He's one on the DP World Tour. <clears throat> I, I like that. He's 80 to one on that 365. 
Oh, so if you can get that. He's plus 240, top 20. I do like that on DraftKings. Um, I like a little Davis Thompson. Yes. I like DT. Hey, another Bulldog right there. Another Bulldog. Had him on the podcast. Um, Really good iron player. Really good ball striker overall. Plenty of distance. Hits it a long way. Um, You know, long irons check out. Mid irons check out. Bermuda, he's super comfy on. He's a Sea Island guy. Uh, I, I like I like DT a good bit at seventy three hundred. I think he's one twenty five to one on Bet Rivers. That was the longest we found this morning on him. I think he's a hundred to one on DraftKings if you want that. And he is yeah probably a good top twenty number two. You know one one guy that I did not like this morning when I was um I, I didn't not that I didn't like him but I didn't notice him this morning when I was doing the betting show. But when I ran my model, he actually is, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> that model. Okay. That I spent all this time on today. Guys, this is, this is, we need an alert. We need some kind of alert for this because this is, this means my model is very broken, very broken. Or, we have found a diamond in the rough because I have a player here, Pat. It's hmm. $7,100 who is fifth in my model. Yeah, I, I know who it is. Who is it? <sighs> I'm going to guess it's David Lipsky. No. Wait, give me one more guess. Hang okay. On. One more guess. <laughs> Lewis said Tyler McCumber. <laughs> He's an old school TJ. <laughs> How about Tyler McCumber? Where is he anyway? Um, He's cutting his dad's grass. I don't know. Either Brendan Steele or Martin Lear. That's all. No and no. What in model? My model did- in my model, the fifth ranked player overall is Steven Yeager. Or Stefan, like Steve Urkel. There's no way. Like, what did you add into there? Because there's only, like, approach and scrambling that, like, how did you weight this? He, he kills it in approach. He kills it in scrambling. He kills it in putting. Um, long term. 78th in the field in putting on Bermuda. Uh, last 100 rounds, he is 18th in the field. <clears throat> I got big sample size on putting. That's what I did. Yeah, showing eighteen. The hell, something's off here. Uh, maybe we got. Maybe we have to investigate further. He checks a box in long term, one fifty to one seventy five proximity. He's sixth, um, twenty eighth in one seventy five to two hundred yard proximity. That helps him. He's not as short as you may think he is. He's fifty ninth in driving distance over the last fifty rounds. Thirty sixth in bogey avoidance. Uh, the only things he's well, he is kind of short, actually. I mean, like yeah, I mean he's not, he's not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's wild, but it is. So maybe we'll we'll look into that a little more. Maybe our boy John Caddy John in the Nut Hut will tell us about. He knows Jaeger really well. He's he knows Jaeger's game. I'll ask him about Jaeger here, but he's there. I'm just telling you, he's there. <coughs> so something to be aware of. Listen, also. You guys need to be aware that you're probably losing your hair. And we don't want any, we don't want that. We don't want that. Your, your, your lady doesn't want that. No. Just, they just don't want it. And our friends at Nutrafol, the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve your hair growth thickness and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol's hair growth nutraceuticals go beyond genetics. Target the root causes of thin. Did you say nutraceuticals? You know it. This includes, they target stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging, and lifestyle through whole body health. Physician formulated using natural medical-grade ingredients, Nutrafol's drug-free, patented technology provides consistent, reliable results without compromising your sexual health. In a clinical study, men showed progressive improvement in hair growth and thickness after just three and six months. And Nutrafol is also trusted and recommended by more than 3,000 Bottom doctors. Top doctors. (laughs) You can grow thicker, healthier hair, and support our show by going to Nutrafol, 
dot com slash men and enter promo code tour junkies to save fifteen dollars off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's available only to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get fifteen dollars off at neutrafol.com slash men spelled n u t r a f o l dot com slash men. Promo code tour junkies to get it while it's hot and the getting's good. Oh, by the way, big announcement here, Pat. Don't shut this off right now. Listen to this, okay? I'm going to take a sip. Listen, don't just stop. (coughs) I'm going to take a sip and a cough. Okay. At Golby's Cup, we raised some money for 28 Bowl. We raised $1,500 for 28 Bowl. My my wife and I is a nonprofit, 501c3, so you get a tax deduction. You're going to get an emailed receipt as soon as you donate. 501c3 certified putting wells in the ground in on the continent of Africa. There's a well project needed in Togo, Africa. Okay, it's a very small, very small little spot, Togo, Africa. Look it up. Um, we have a drill in place. We have a site picked out. We need $4,000 more. And I told the wife that by the end of the year, tour junkies, that, that well is going to be a tour junkies well. And tour junkies is going to fund the well and we're going to put a plaque there. It's going to be great. And we started with the we started with the 1500. It's going to take 5500 to do the whole thing. And we're going to give a bunch of people who do not have access to clean water. We're going to give a bunch of those people access to clean water in their own community, right there, right there in their own community. Right now these people are walking, mostly women and children because the men don't get the water. They they're doing other things. The women and children are usually responsible for getting the water. They have to walk <coughs> and risk being uh, assaulted, <clears throat> risk having stuff stolen from them. Uh, it's time consuming, all these things. So we can get clean water to them with another $4,000. And Giving Tuesday is coming. It's in November. It's usually the week of Thanksgiving. Giving Tuesday is a big deal. A lot of people are going to give money to various nonprofits, 501c3s around the country. Get that. That's awesome. If you don't have one that you support regularly and you want one, you want to support something, Check out 28bold.com, and uh, if you give, put in the memo. You can type in there. You can give on a card, all that kind of stuff. And like I said, you're going to get emailed a receipt. You're going to get emailed a receipt uh, immediately, so you can use it for your tax write-off. Go to 28bold.com. Kessler, hold off on the comment to the chat before let's be finished. 28bold.com. Put in Tour Junkies Well in the memo, but... Also, we're going to go ahead and get a category. Um, we're going to go ahead and get a specific category marked in 28bowl.com. So when you click in there, you'll just see the tour junkies well. And I'll put it out on Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. So just be on the lookout for it. But we want you guys to be aware of that. $4,000 more we can have our own completely sponsored well, giving hundreds of people access to clean water. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> yes, it's awesome. And Kissler needs to add, add. He has. He has. He has to. Add, you know, double his his. Uh, yeah, he has to double your for that comment that he just made. <laughs> uh, okay, six K range, Pat. I don't love it. I got to be honest. I'm not a fan. Um, <clears throat> there's a couple names in here, maybe. I I, I like Dylan Fratelli. I was gonna say Fratelli. I cannot believe you, you are Fratelli. Yeah. I know we never we never talk about Dylan we Fratelli. never talk about Fratelli, University of Texas guy, um, hits it a long way and really good scrambler. Everything else, hot garbage. But you know it's it's six K land. Um, he finished nineteenth here last year. I think Fratelli is worth a look at sixty eight hundred. At least he's made some cuts here in the fall swing. I mean, my code was not really built for Dylan Fratelli's game. Thirteenth um, at the Sanderson, 29th at the Zozo. That's a tough field, you know. I, I kind of like Fratelli. I, I also kind of like EVR Eric Van Ruyen right there at 6,800, showing some signs of life. Other than that, I really don't like this range. I guess I'll be giving out my 6K plays in uh, uh, in the Nut Hut on. Wednesday night because I need to do a little more digging into this model. The model doesn't really like a lot of six K guys, and neither do I. The model doesn't like many at all. I'm but. surprised you didn't mention Ben Griffin though. I mean, he's 
made his last what four cuts. Yeah, I like Ben. Um, nerd at the at the Butterfield Bermuda. This course is starting to to come out of his wheelhouse a little bit, I think. And next week is definitely a Ben Griffin spot, as he is the course record holder at the Seaside Course, I believe, with a fifty nine, and he broke his own record at a sixty. That's yeah. pretty cool. But um, yeah, getting a little bit out out of his comfort zone. He's all, he's played a lot of golf too. I, I wouldn't mind to see him miss the cut, honestly. What I want to see happen, no offense, Ben, because I like him a lot, had him on the show, great kid. I want to see him miss the cut, and then people, you know, he gets an extra two days of rest to go home to Sea Island and chill, and people are kind of like off the scent, and then we roll with him next week. I don't mind it. Um, a few more that I'll talk about, though. MJ Defoe, uh, yeah. he's, he's also a, a guy that's not going to check a lot of boxes, although he is, you know, very long off the tee. Um, you know, he's he's had some good finishes in the fall. Um, so I do like it. Well, I'll say that. He's making a lot of cuts. He's made his last three out of four cuts. Top 30 at, at, at Bermuda. I like him. Um, I like Harry Hall. He's at 6,400 if you want to go real cheap. He had a top 15 at the Shriners. T63 in Bermuda. Uh, missed a, his other two cuts. But... Um, He's another guy that checks the box. Like you look at scrambling, he's top 10 in the field. He's top 20 in putting on Bermuda. He's top 20 in driving distance. So Harry Hall is another one that I think you could look at if you want to go really cheap at 6,400. I, I agree, though. These these 6K guys are ones that we're going to need to look at uh, later in the week, and we'll, we'll maybe talk up a little bit in the, in the nut hut. I, I like the MJ call. Also, like, we got to talk about freaking David Lingmer. Like, what he's doing, hey, shout out Khalil Seen. Khalil Seen just joined the Nut Hut. He's probably watching live. Khalil, if you're watching, thanks, man. Maybe we just sold him on the Nut Hut thing. Uh, otherwise, it's just random. Uh, David Lingmurth does not have full status. He has, like, past champion status. I mean, the guy is golfing his ball right now. 11th at the Butterfield, 8th at the Mayakoba event. Obviously, two courses that set up very well for David Lingmurth, who, you know, hits it as far as Pat. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, if, you know, if, if, if we get reports, which I think we will, that Memorial is playing firm and fast, and we assume that they're not going to tip it out to 7,400 yards like they've not done the last two years, I mean, Lingmurth might be in play again. He he's here on a sponsor's exemption for finishing or uh, uh, the automatic exemption for getting a top ten last week. He's just rolling, like he's just doing his thing. So, I think I think Lemur's possibly worth a look down here. A lot of people talked about on Monday on the Monday morning show today. Veerman, um, the uh, the the big hitting. What's he South African? Isn't he South African? But he played at like Texas A and M. Veerman, yeah. Um, he hits it. Speaking of South Africans, isn't that where MJ's from? Is MJ South African? I don't know. I only brought him up because I, I just wanted to talk about the chat. Um, because uh, they're they're correcting me, and I don't care how how his last name is. is How'd you say it? Now? <laughs> I don't care until you win or actually do something decent. Then you need to. Uh, you, you're gonna. I'm gonna tell you how your name is is pronounced. I will tell you how your name is pronounced. Listen, when we're drinking Tito's and it's 10 o'clock. You can't have, you can't have an A-U or whatever on the end of your name and expect it to be pronounced Duffy. No, you can't expect Pat to pronounce anything correctly. Put an E-Y ever. on this, that shit. You need a Y for an E. Duffy. Or it needs to be D-U-F-F-E-E. -E. You can't put a U on the end of that. I mean, he didn't do it. Yeah, but I mean, no, but I'm just saying, and it's not his fault, but you can't put a U-E on the end and, and expect to be caught. If there's a U in there. Oh, I had a question. All right, before we, before we get out of here, I have a question. For but the I don't chat. really care what, I don't really care what AC says anyway. I have a question yeah. for the chat. Did you see the video of Charlie Woods? I saw him, I, I saw a video of him teeing off. First of all, is Charlie Woods on steroids? I mean, the kid he's, is yeah, yoked. something. He's we don't need it. Yoked. We shouldn't talk about kids. In this he place. is yoked. 
The boy is yo- his traps. His traps. His he has traps. I think how old I think, is he now? I think he's 14, 13, 14. He's not 15. Anyway, my question for the chat is if you were to set the odds, if you were the bookmaker, okay? What are your what are you, what are you setting the odds at that Charlie Woods wins a major? What are you truly setting them at? Like you are setting the lines and I'm going to I'm going to bet against you the book. What are you setting the the odds at? Yeah, look, Jackie knows it. Kid is ripped. I'm telling you. I don't Charlie I, Woods is a brick shit house. He's a brick shit house. I feel like you can't I don't know. Charlie Woods is going to win a major. So what would you set the odds at? Hmm. I mean, because winning a major is difficult. So it's got to be. I, I don't think oh, anybody. I, I don't think anybody would bet. You know, twenty to one. Dude, he's got. He's got. Uh, <laughs> I'd say. I'd say right around like twenty like, to one. What the f- no, you can't say twenty to one. He's not twenty to one. That's 30, what I said. AC said thirty-three to one. Are you guys knucking cr- foot? He's fourteen. The odds are way longer than that, guys. I was going to say fifty. I was going to say fifty to one. You, you guys, you guys are terrible bookmakers. I would. What never, would you put it at? I would never bet with you at fifty to one to win a major. His dad won thirteen of them or fourteen it of them. Doesn't matter. He 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 could be. He's fourteen. He's he's. He's, he barely even understands his own body at this point. Have like, you ever seen him play golf? Yes, I have. He could be a mental he could be a mental disaster by the time he gets there. He could be a His he, dad is Tiger Woods. His dad well, yeah, I know and that's why he could be a mental disaster. The pressure that that kid is you could see, I think he's holding all the pressure in his traps. I, 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 there's no way. There's zero chance. Anyone in their right mind would bet on him at 50 to 1. Look at this picture of him right now. Look at this picture of him. He is, he is 14. He's standing next to Ryan. I would Bird, bet him at 50 to 1. He's a grown man. Like, you give me 50 to 1 right now, I would Look at the trapezius muscles on him right now. 50 to 70, 1. You are 75,000 to 1. <laughs> 750 to 1 makes sense. I get that. No, I would legitimately put it at 300 to 1, 400 to 1. I think that's a legit number. You guys That is so insane. stupid. You are you have got to be out of your mind. No. No. To win a major, Pat. He has to win a major. Look look at Look at the odds on majors right now. I, I do you know how many kids at 14 In across his America? Lifetime. Hold on. Do you know how many kids at 14 across America right now have gr- beautiful golf swings? Stunning golf swings. They're everywhere. They're Do you everywhere. know how many kids have Tiger Woods as their dad? They're not everywhere. There's which only you, one. <laughs> which you could argue, of course, there are benefits to, his, to Tiger Woods being his dad. That is more of a benefit than a detriment. But <coughs> if my kid has the most beautiful swing in all of golf and has all the talent in the world. You know what he's not going to have? The pressure of the goat at his golf tournaments and carrying his bag and wiping his clubs off and, and, and coaching him up day in and day out and having the, the, the freaking, You're you know. You're continuing to make my case that his son will be very good at golf. No, no. I mean, it's, it's not... I just think there's pressure with that. And to win a major, to win a major, like this, I just don't, I don't, I mean, I am impressed. Listen, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. The swing looks amazing. The the traps are amazing. But there's zero chance I I would even, here's the point where I would not have laughed at you. If you just said anything at 150 to one or longer, I would have been okay. Even if you just said 151, I'd be like, okay, I would go a little longer than that. Less than 151 is insane to me. Okay, well, I think you're right. What are people I, saying I, that? I know, Kistler I says you take 51 right now. Yeah, but Kistler's a, Kistler's, 
Kissler's an idiot. I mean, that's harsh. I think it's just it's it's a matter of how you think whether or not his his son will follow in his father's footsteps. I personally think he will. <laughs> Kissler. Name a better 14-year-old golfer in the world. Go ahead, DV. I'll wait. Yeah, I, I don't have a better one, but I'm just telling you. Well, because you don't know any other 14-year-old golfer. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not I'm not freaking stalking 14-year-old golfers. What are you talking about, Nita? His son, does, what, Nita, his son doesn't have that pressure. Of, yes, he does. Yes, he does. Michael Anthony says it's it says it's fifty thousand to one. Do you mean plus fifty thousand, so five hundred to one? I just and I know Tiger was a mental. If you give me fifty thousand to one, I'll give you five dollars <laughs> right now. Oh 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 wow! Five whole dollars, <laughs> even at that much. You believe that he should be fifth? You just you just kicked your own self in the wiener hole because if you think he should be fifty to one, and no, I, gave, I would I would give more. Than and you only gave me five dollars. That is not smart. Uh, listen, I will. Yeah, five thousand to one. Five thousand to one is what he's saying. Five thousand. Five thousand to one. That's, that's, Michael, that's too far. We've gone too far. We've we've swung the we've swung the other way. It's too far. If you want to, if you want to bet, listen to this. If you want to bet up to, I'm broke, man. I'm freaking poor. I quit my job to do this shit right in the middle of Joe Biden's shitty economy. If you want to give me twenty dollars or less, fifty to one. Charlie Woods to win a major by the time he's 25, I'll, I'll be the bookie. You send it to me. By the time he's 25. Are you talking to me? No, I'm talking to everybody. You just added a layer. Nobody, you never said by the time he's 25. I know, well, now because, I, because I'm becoming the sports book. You just, I get to add layers. You added a whole different, it's like you... It's like you're a magician, and you you're like you're like sleight of hand. I said this, but then I'm going to do this. But on the other hand, it's because I just became the book, so now the risk is all on me. So yes, by the time he's 25. Well, then now my number changes a little bit from 50 to one. Okay, what is it? By the time he's 25, I mean I would probably put it closer to like 150 to one. I mean I. The the you moved the goalpost. It was what, like you're, you're just really bullish on thirty year olds winning majors in the next. I don't know in the next ten to twenty. Well, I mean, years. if it was lifetime, I would say like I I had a little more time to like. I think you triple fifty to one and make it one hundred fifty to one. Hell no, I'm not doing that. I'm not staking that. I'm not staking that. I don't have that kind of money. I'm too broke. If I were Ben, if I were our rich friend Ben, I would totally stake that. Maybe he will. We should ask Ben. Ben will be a good one to ask this to. Ben will be a good one to ask this to. Let's get Ben in the chat thir- or Wednesday night. Get by the way, if you're not in the nut hut, get in. We're going to talk about this this week. <sighs> okay, we should end it there. That was good. Good Tiger talk at the end. I'm telling you, Charlie. Charlie's doing some serious shrugging in the gym like that. He's just on a strictly shrugs regiment. It's unbelievable. Um. All right. Thanks, everybody. Mayor Screens be green. Bend over your bookie for the Cadence Bank Houston Open. We'll be back next week for the RSM. It's going to be a good week. It's the last week you're going to get us together for a while. So be there. Okay. All right. See you. Out.